I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello. Hello to any of you who are new to the house medium and welcome back to those of you who have been listening for this short time. However, thank you so much for all your wonderful responses and all those wonderful reviews and uh, keep them coming. The keep them coming. I love the fact that you guys are enjoying my magic wand and all my sound effects because it's just going to keep growing. I'm just going to keep doing it. So buckle on up because I have others in store. So I have really, really great two two new um, emails and great um, responses, meaning like I think my responses was great and their response back to me. Um, I guess I'm trying to come up with a term of like, what do, do you call it? It's not just an email because I'm having people on. So I guess I'm going to say guests. Yeah, guests. The, I have two great house guests on the house medium. Ooh, boom, boom. Yes. I don't need to do a mic drop. I'll just, I'll just do a little, I'll just, I'll just do my little magic wand. There you go. There you go. Thank you. I did a little magic. I created that. I did have that in the back of my head at one point and then forgot. So yes, I have two house guests and they are um, of, of, of human descent (laughs) that I have cannot wait not I have, but I cannot wait to share with you. So one of them is the first email that was sent is called my kids, Witch, or actually let me say, yeah, my kids and a witch is the name of the email. And the second one, um, actually I just, I don't think she, I don't think she like titled it anything crazy. I'm just trying to bring it up real quick. I think that I put it in a different area, but basically this is, um, her title, a scary shadowy figure is what I think she titled it. Oh no. That's why I was pausing. Cause it's, it's a longer one. Scary shadowy fig- shadow figure, a reoccurring dream, good, bad, or neutral. So many questions. That's why I wanted to I wanted to wait to actually read hers because um, she worded it so great. Now I have people in different areas. So excuse me if I am kind of like pulling up emails and I want to make sure I read this. 
before we get to the emails, though, we have to step into, you know what I'm going to say? We have to step into our cafe, right? We have to go ahead and step into there to the medium brew cafe. Go ahead, have a seat with me while we go over some things. Now I've decided I'm getting the coffee going. They're playing the music. You know, this is this is this is my virtual cafe, how I see it. You're pulling in and we're gonna get started. All right. All right, here we go. Let's let's uh let's tell everybody it's a Dayless cafe. It's the medium brew. Turn down the noise. Turn it down. Turn it off. All right. <laughs> now that we're in um, the medium brew cafe together, you guys let me know. Should I have like a little guitar background music in the background while I talk to you in the in the cafe? Or is it distracting? I like to hear back from you. That would be great. I'm working on it. I don't want to have people talking. So I think that having a little guitar music, I'm going to work on having in the background. But today in the in in Medium Brew, there's two subjects that I want to cover. One is going to be me telling a little story of my own. So a little story of of dealing with the spirit world. So. With that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and play a little music for me. Okay. All right. So I was sleeping and I have a very hard time sleeping. I don't sleep like normal people. Like I get up, I get down. Um, I kind of have to trick myself because it's the one place I can't block out that world. So... I tend to trick myself by sleeping on the couch and then getting up like at one o'clock and then going to bed. So I kind of find a way to kind of block out the noise. As a matter of fact, I can sleep better with a loud noise on than I can with just in total silence. I hate total silence, total darkness. I don't understand people who wear those masks because it drives me insane. Um, you know, those, those eye masks. So I decided to be like a normal person and went to bed around 11 o'clock, like a, a decent person in the world. I'm going to turn down the music just a tad. And I decided to go to bed and all of a sudden I thought I was awake. And when I was quote awake, I look over and I see a woman sitting against the wall with a curtain over her face. And I, freaked out thinking, who is this woman in my house? How did she get in here? This is crazy. This is ridiculous. And I freaked out and I went over to her and she said, oh no, and wait for it. I'm dead. I'm not alive. And I went, oh no, not, no, no, we're not doing this. This isn't something I do. Like in other words, you have to talk to me when I'm available. I don't do this. And she said, well, I don't know. I'm dead. And she like starts to get into bed with me. So I pull the covers and I'm like, no, and I turn off the music for effect. No, please. You got to go. How did you get in here? 
And I, and I was like, I don't do this. I don't do this. Meaning the boundaries that I've talked to you guys about. And us, all of a sudden, I, right now, as I'm telling you the story, I get this feeling like getting punched in the face. I kind of feel like something like that might have happened to her because I just smelled that right now and got that feeling. But anyway, so needless to say, I like woke up because, you know, and I now I woke up and then I come down the stairs and I go, this is why I don't. This is why I don't do that. This is why I don't go to bed. Like, Because it is true. Every time I do this, it's like I can't block it out. It's the one time I can't block it out. And there is my story. All right. Now I've got to drink something. Hold on. Oh. Unfortunately, I didn't make an actual coffee for myself this time because I had so much. I had a cup and a double shot earlier. But anyway, this is to tell you that if you have a hard time at night, don't feel, don't feel weird. As a medium, it's really hard for me to block that world out at night. It's the only time I can't. And the reason why, and this is what I wanted to teach you here in our cafe, um, is because uh, they, you know, this is when you're open, you kind of stop being busy, stop tuning it out. And this is when they can like get to you. This is when you're willing to hear them, not because it's spooky, not because you're trying to be like that, but you tend to block it out. So if you want to connect with the people you love, then as you're falling asleep, talk to them and tell them the specific people that you want to connect with. Okay. Secondly, I wanted to let you know, um, the Medium Brew Cafe is also going to be paranormal gossip. Just so you know, I may have paranormal gossip from time to time. And if you have paranormal gossip, you like me to cover and what I mean by paranormal gossip, and let's like, you know, let's put our music back on. We're back, you know, have a little guitar. Paranormal gossip, what it would mean, like if you're, you know, if you heard about something, a UFO or spirit stuff, and you want to know what I think, come on into the Medium Brew Cafe with me. Put that in an email. And by the way, email the house medium at Gmail, because some of you are emailing me at my other email, but email me at the house medium at gmail because otherwise your email is going to get lost and tell me hey dale i want you to talk about this in the medium brew now speaking of medium brew i am also going to be putting recipes on our menu board okay because i used to work and i created created drinks for a cafe from actually from Montreal, Canada, and they opened them up in the States. And I did all of their drinks, all the recipes, little side note about me. And um, they're no longer in the States. And if you've heard of them in Canada, please let me know. And one of my drinks that I created was called the Sour Candy Sour Apple Cider. And here's the recipe. You get some cider, you heat it up, you get one of those lollipops, a Jolly Ranch lollipops that has the caramel wrap around. You dip it in the cider, stir, 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 till it's melted, and then drink. It's amazing. And I'm gonna do a little video on it, and I'll put it on my Instagram. I'm gonna display it for you and show you. Because yes, I am gonna be putting up my little medium brew cafe recipes, and then I will drink them on air as well next time. All right, what do you think about that? Okay, now, we're going to have to leave. We're going to have to go out the door and uh, start our emails. Oops.
We went out the door twice. <laughs> I'm getting the hang of it, everyone. It's me. I'm a, I'm a one woman show here. All right, let's get to our first question. And for this one, I'm thinking we can have a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of this music for this person as well. All right. This is my kids and a witch. All right. So I wanted to um, set this up for you and let you know how important, you know, kids safety is to me. Meaning like I've talked about this many, many times and I'll continue to always talk about this, but you know, the kids and their safety and making sure, and I'll talk about that and you'll hear me in a minute. Hi Adela. My name is Davy, and I have two young fun kids. My son is four and my daughter is two. I think about a year ago, my son started to talk about a witch that comes sometimes. He describes her as somewhat classic Disney witch, old, with a long crooked nose. He's right. That's how they all are. Just, just, just kidding. <laughs> I am pretty sure I'm pretty open-minded and I won't tell them that it's nothing. Even if it's an imagination, they react to and get scared. So I asked my son what the witch does when she visits and tells me she pushes him and pinches him and is basically just being a nasty mean witch. Now my daughter is also getting scared of it, probably because her brother's scared of it so she copies. But sometimes when we sit at the table having dinner, I can see her look into the hallway or I see him look into the living room and they get a bit scared and wanting to sit in our laps without saying anything. To completely, to be completely honest, I don't feel any negative vibes in the house and I think they got it from a TV show or from a game they played at the kindergarten and now scaring themselves with their imaginations. I know, typical parent reaction. But again, I haven't told them I don't believe them or she doesn't exist. I also asked the witch to leave the house and that she's not welcome or to show herself to the kids, but they still talk about her and get scared. We are not allowed to make loud noises because the witch comes apparently. Would be nice to see if you could pick up on anything in the house that I can't. Love the new podcast. Been following for a while since the time you came on the BCC podcast. Best wishes, Davey. Aww. Aww. Right? Like, I just feel like an awe because this is definitely, you know, a typical thing. And as somebody who myself, everyone told me I was imagining things, you know, meaning family and um, oftentimes was scared. And that's really hard because when you're, when you're kind of like in that place where you're as a parent, you want to be supportive and you want to kind of not, you know, tell your, your child, like, uh, I don't know, what are you talking about? There's no such thing, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you want to keep open. You want to protect them. I totally understand that. And it totally makes sense. But let's hear what I had to say to Davey. Okay, everybody. So we have Davey here. Davey, say hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, so this one is going, this one is kind of touches my heart because I love children and I'm very protective over children in general. I used to work with kids. Matter of fact, you said you have a two-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. And that was my age. That was like my pro age. Like I worked in preschool with two-year-olds. Yeah. Lots of them in a room. (laughs) (laughs) and i was i was very good at it and um oops i just hit my headset um and um so i've always loved children i used to work with children i almost went into like teaching and such um so i have a lot of yeah i mean it kind of makes sense (laughs) because children have the pure light you know they're kind of just off the baking line they're like we just came Yeah. yeah from that place so I always think I felt they kept me grounded. Children ground you, like, if you don't agree. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, like, thinking you're bad ass, they're like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Does does not, you know, they, they'll, like, they'll, they'll put, put you in that space. So I have a lot of, I love for children and protection in general, but especially in spiritual stuff. So I feel like your story and your question is going to be good to help other people kind of learn. Right. Right. Cause, cause I'm like, before I get started, I would guess that when you get approached with something like this from your kids, you're trying to, like I noticed in your email, straddle the line of, I want, I don't want to tell them, ah, it's in your imagination. Don't, don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I commend you for that because I am the person who everyone told (laughs) me I was imagining things and was terrified (laughs) all the time. So I think it's a great job that you're allowing them, you know, to come to you and feel comfortable coming to you. Yeah. It's also, I think, because I've listened to you before and I know your stories. So I think that also played in my head. <laughs> oh, really? Just, I helped? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Davey, you just made my day. The days that I'm like, is this mic on? Am I helping anyone? Is this? <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> you helped so, me. <laughs> I appreciate that, especially with the babies because the children, yeah. I, no matter how old, I feel like they're just babies. Okay. So let's get to it. So I, I just bear with me, Davey. I have like, you know, if you've, I don't know if you've listened to the recent podcast, but I like using sound effects lately. (laughs) And I just have you, yeah, maybe you haven't heard the latest, but I've downloaded it today. Yeah. Oh, you heard my my sound effects. Okay. <laughs> so um so I downloaded one recently that I'm going to I want you to know because I'm very respectful I'm not making light of the kiddos but I have a sneaky suspicion is this what you think they're hearing Probably <laughs> Cuz that's kind of like that's kind of like cartoony Yeah exactly yeah. Right okay This is my my read on it okay so hold on I, okay, I should preface it for everyone to know. I haven't told Davey anything about what I saw. And I just, I, I don't feel like I have to say this every podcast, but I'm always kind of concerned there could be someone new to the podcast. And I just want to state that. So either I'll state that here when I'm talking to the person or, you know, when I read the email. But I do like to, in real time, 
kind of drop in and see what I see. Like I have an overview for them, you know, for the little ones, but I'm going to drop in and see what I see. Okay. So hold on. So I feel like I want to say this now. I absolutely see they see someone. She is not our cartoony witchy lady that we just played. I do see a woman. She's actually she's actually friendly, but the problem is is they're kids and anyone staring at you who you don't know who aren't your parents and this is what I want to teach you and everyone that your kids at this age 2 and 4 I always tell people that kids can see things see spirits but around 2 by the way is when they start going mm, you're not supposed to be in here like who are you you're not my mom you're not my dad you're a stranger so it's scary yeah right so before that, kids may just stare off, like babies and stuff like this will just stare at things, you know, looking around the room, you know, kids could just be staring down the hall and they're not, you know, how you, you know, you, you have children and everyone out there knows the idea of when children go through um, separation anxiety, mm-hmm. right? When they kind of start to realize, hey, I'm with you, but. Um, now you're gone. Where'd you go? And they start to get freaked out. Yeah, because they start to they start to recognize like you're there. But you know, when they're very little, you could pass a baby around. They're like, well, you know, they're not <laughs> quite. <laughs> they're like, you're gonna feed me. You're gonna feed me. I mean, I believe exactly. kids. <laughs> I believe kids have a a bond, obviously, and a connection. However, excuse me. Mm. Um, they do. They don't really quite get the idea of like who's who and what are you doing here is my point like the whole facial and bonding recognition so the person i see is a woman i see a woman she looks actually she doesn't look scary but she looks pretty young i would say in her 30s and she when i see her she's connected to you not your wife because i see her staring at you so that's what's kind of interesting she is connected to you within your family. And what I hear her saying is that it's on your mom's side. So okay. it's like, a, but she's kind of young. Like she died young, um, like in her thirties. I'm not sure if she's like a friend because it feels like when you have like, a, like, like if I'm your mom, a good friend or a sister or someone right. close. Yeah. And she's just like really into the kids. I'm not cool. It's not cool. And we'll talk about what you can do to kind of, you know, cool this down. It's not cool that she doesn't stop doing what she's doing because spirits can pull their energy back when they see they're scaring kids. But I kind of feel like she's playing with them, not trying to scare them. Okay. The noise, the noise that you said when they're like, if you make noise, she comes in. Mm-hmm. It's just the kid's brain of like, when you're around, she comes in. Oh, yeah. like they don't oh. really, uh, they can't understand or comprehend. No, exactly. Yeah, right. It's not. They are. They are associating with what they understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. a, yeah. a woman, a stranger woman that looks kind of creepy because she's not human, 
right form is a witch, you know, sorry, witches mm. out there. No, <laughs> <laughs> get over it. It's, yeah. Especially the, you know, especially like you adults are calling spirits, demons and shadow people and scary people. It's no different. You know what I mean? Like a kid is going to be scared too of something no. they don't understand. So I don't feel they're making it up, but however, I will preface it to say that what kids do is when you start asking them questions, like when you're like, oh, what is she doing? What's going on? They'll start filling mm. things because they're like, oh, yeah. my dad did. Uh, she spins around three times and jumps up and down <laughs> and fire starts flying everywhere. And you're like, mm. exactly. But I feel what initially is happening is that they're seeing someone. Now, yeah. I see, and, and I'm going to say this, and then we're going to hear what Davey has to say, if he knows anything. But I see her a lot in this hallway. like because So if I walk into your room, into your house, sorry, and I see like a living room straight going into the house, and then I feel like I want to turn right or straight. I can't tell. And there's a hallway and on the right side, I see two bedrooms and I see her in this hallway a lot between the living room and this hallway front of these rooms. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it's, that's what, the, it's kind of like a, you know, rinse and repeat. Like she kind of goes into these areas kind of over and over. That's okay. the interesting, I don't really see her other places. Um, but I, wanted to when i first read the email i'm just like you i'm like oh maybe because believe it or not you want to be practical at first you know yeah exactly i'm like oh maybe there's just kids being kids but when i read the other parts that they're staring off and i'm like mm, this is making me feel this is very stereotypical of kids when they're just staring at something the same with like animals do the same thing because they can see mm -hmm. it better um, and then when I tuned in now, I, I just kept, I keep seeing this woman staring at me. So do you know, what do you, what can you tell us about what well, I told you? About a 30-ish year old woman. I don't know much about my mom's side. Mm -hmm. um, sadly, my mom has passed away. So I should ask in the family to check. Okay. So I have to come back to you about that. And how and how old was your mom when she passed? She was in her fifties, I think she was fifty-four. Okay. Fifty-three. It could be so, your mom. It could be your mom. I'm not sure. You have to realize when I say age, I'm kind of but I don't know. I feel like it's I don't feel like it's your mom. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't she, know much about her uh, her family side, at least people she knew i know her my aunts and uncles obviously they're all mm -hmm. still alive so okay okay uh, yeah i check with that one that maybe if i could say um did this person have light hair and light eyes do you know you're on your mom's side Pooh. no I don't know anyone who passed away on her side with that age, so I, I, okay. I wouldn't know. Okay. My mom had light eyes, so maybe. <laughs> I feel like it's, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong and it's your mom then. I'm starting to doubt my own because 
The problem with age is that I'm interpreting the age and also spirits will show an age that they're, that they want me to see. And I feel like this age was an age she liked herself. I would, I would, when I say thirties, I'm like 38. Did she look young for her age? Or not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't make it fit then. (laughs) Bad judge, maybe. (laughs) But I'm saying like all the boxes are checking more towards your mom because she's obsessed with you. Mm. Were you close to her? I was a mama's boy, yeah, for sure. (laughs) 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 Not not gonna lie. And there we go, guys. There we go, everybody. (laughs) It goes out. It was about, yeah, I kind of, it's like, I think the reason the, I don't like to doubt it based on age because it's my interpretation. And, you know, if you've listened to me long enough, I teach that they will show you the age. I even just posted something about this on my Instagram, the age yeah. that, that they like to see themselves at. But I swear she's like, I feel like it's like someone staring into my soul is how much she wants to connect with you. Do you talk to her? Uh, I do. Okay. Out loud sometimes, yeah. And what about your house? Like the going into your house, like the way I saw the area. Is that the area the kids are seeing? And does that area match what I'm seeing? Your well, house? They, they see it everywhere, basically. Because okay. we have two, a three-story house. Uh, the bedrooms are on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they see her, see her in in the bedrooms. They also see her downstairs in the hallway that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her. It's your mom. It's your mom, Davy. Oh, that's that's at least comforting. Yeah, <laughs> better I, than a witch. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry, but you know when you're staring so intensely, she's kind of intense, and I feel like what I feel like with her is she felt like her death was kind of rapid decline and gone. Like she didn't feel like she had the time that she got to have. Like she would have been the grandma of all grandmas if she lived. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she she passed away pretty quick. So, yeah, yeah. No. And her eyes are very stunning. I think that's why they're scared of her. Her eyes are very intense, I should say. So I feel like what's happening is she's thinking, hey, it's me and we're connecting. And they're like, (laughs) who are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, it worked. She got your attention. Yeah, exactly. You remember I said you were the focus. So I would say, um, I would venture to say, you know, because I keep seeing her talking about a bracelet or something about her jewelry, passing things down to her granddaughter. I mean, (laughs) maybe she has other grandkids, but there's a lot of her wanting to you to get the kids to know who she is. So maybe if you start changing it to like, it could be grandma. And sometimes it's just scary when we see people that we don't yeah. know. Um, if you're interested in that, and this is for everyone listening at home, what you do is you say you say a saying with them, like we invite those with all good intentions and those not good intentions, you know, leave. Um, and the good intentions are, are grandma, but we can say to grandma, tone it down, tone it down. Yeah. You can. I would say you need to connect more with her. Because mm. it's it because that's how I felt. I felt like she was staring me down, like tell him, 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't think it was their imagination. That's my, that's my, um, my rule on it. I feel like this is real. Um, and it's just kids interpret what they're scared of. It'd be just like we yeah. do. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, think no. about it. All everyone does is run around saying they're afraid of ghosts. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? And I always say that the spirit world treats us like children, like you like you guys are afraid of us and you're afraid of everything. So children are going to be afraid too. Does that feel like okay with you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, to me, it's like I wrote in my email, it didn't feel as a negative energy to me at all. Right. I have no negative energy in this house whatsoever. Yep. So to me, it was, that's why I thought it was more their imagination. But like you said, it's probably something they fill in because they ask. Mm hmm. So. And they're you know, two. Just, and they're four. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So they they're probably gonna... don't know anything about it either. So they just right. fill in the blanks. <laughs> Yeah. And they're going to fill in what, if it's scary that there's someone wandering in their hallway and like going in their room, they're not, obviously she's not literally pinching them, She, but they're going on what they know, like scariness is, which is, yeah. yeah, like, which is yeah. the witches in the, in the movies. Mm. Sorry, exactly. witch people, but you know. <laughs> But yeah, so, but I, I would say, and also just so you know, I'm sure you already have this cause I can see their rooms and they look beautiful, but I, you know, put twinkly lights. I, I kind of see that you guys already do really nice, pleasant, like you said, good energy stuff in their rooms, but just, you know, help them at night by kind of saying that and even give them like a magic wand to hold and say, this is a place of light. This is a place of good intention. All of those get out and grandma be quieter like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you could even That's say, grandma, one. don't hang out anymore. It's scaring us. You could tell them that because it's okay. And yeah. you, you dad has to talk to them. Talk to your mom. Exactly. Talk to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting like confused. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning into a preschool teacher again because that's what preschool teachers do. Exactly. They're like, hi, dad. Hi, mom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for sharing this. And I hope this helped. I mean, I'm not sure. I can't tell how you feel. I mean, if you if this is good for you or not. But what's yeah, your verdict? Sure, My verdict is a super duper. No, this is uh, really gonna gonna help. I think I just have to sit down with the kids and explain them a little bit. I guess I've never really talked about my mother with them either. So yes, that's why. Uh, she, yeah, that's why she's staring me down because she's like she <laughs> wants them to know about her. Exactly. So I just have to tell them nice stories about my mom. It's plenty. Yes. So yeah. There you go. Message delivered. So I have a feeling if you do those things, things may calm down for them. But this is for everyone to know. Kids can see those things very well. And we got to help them because you could kind of leave it open a little bit. But also, you know, you don't want them scared either. No, exactly. 
Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was an awesome one. This was really good. And um, for having me. And I appreciate you sharing your family and your story and taking the time out. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Super nice to be on. Awesome. All right. So, what did you think? Um, It is not a witch, and it's not a nasty mean which trying to do things. It is what it always usually is, right? What I tell you all the time, it's sometimes, most of the time, someone you know, someone trying to get your attention. Now, what I want want people to remember is that when it comes to children, you want to make sure you're protecting and you want to make sure that you keep them safe and you do the things that I told him to do. Also, you can add twinkly lights Um, anything that helps them feel comfortable. But it is true that it's hard to tell the difference between kids who kind of like realize that you're interested in this and they go, oh, wow, you know, my parents really think this is cool. They're really interested in what I'm saying. And they kind of go off. However, however, most of the time it is somebody that you know and children are just really, really good at seeing it because they don't block it. They don't, um, you know, they don't, um, are scared of it in a way, even though they're scared, they are open, I should say, to the idea of possibilities of magic of things existing. And so they usually are the ones to tap us on the shoulder and go, Hey, you're not paying attention to something. And that's what I loved about that. And you know, off air, he, he absolutely shared, I think he even sent me an update, which I don't know, he didn't say for me to read, so I won't read it. But in, in short, he basically said that he knows that he needs to talk to his mom and that he's going to, and he was just very protective over her because they were very close. And, um, it just kind of took him off guard, which I, as we know, tend to do towards people or to people anyway. All right. With that segue, I wanted to remind everybody, speaking of emails and tight and, you know, and contacting me, make sure that you are typing your emails like this, like on a typewriter. No, make sure when you send your emails, you send them to the house medium at Gmail and specify, do you want to be in the reader's room? Because that's the new thing. If you've heard my last podcast, I have the reader's room which you will be a guest on. I have another room for my guests. You will be a guest in the reader's room and I will read your emails and I will answer them. And if you choose to like send me an update, that's for people who are a little shy of coming on to, onto the podcast or maybe scheduling just didn't work out. Either way, I will still cover your email. So please make sure you go ahead and send those emails in and you could say, Adela, I'm interested on being on. Or, you know, I definitely know this is for the reader's room. Okay. And if you missed my last podcast, please listen to it because that is my first episode of the reader's room where I have more sound effects and things to take us into the reader's room and enjoy. All right. Let's get to our next guest. Okay. On the house medium. And let me read this person's email. We're going to do this music for her. And I think I'll turn it down on it. To me, it's loud. 
but it may not be that loud to you. So I turned it up. Hi, Adela. And this is Scary Shadow Figure, a reoccurring dream, good, bad, or neutral. So many questions. Hi, Adela. You can call me Mari. I've been following on YouTube for a while now, and I just wanted to say I think you're freaking awesome. Well, thank you. That's awesome. First thing, first things first. English is not my first language, so excuse me if anything sounds weird. Uh, by the way, perfect writing, perfect everything. Listen, I want to remind everybody, this is a global podcast. I want people from all across the globe. We don't care. And even if you want someone to translate for you, let me know. It's all inclusive. And do not ever worry about that. I'm not sure if this was just a dream or if it was an actual experience with the other side. But here it is. Two years ago, I started having the same dream. Here we go for what felt like over and over again. The dream was like a sleep paralysis. I dreamed I had just woken up in my room and there was a presence there. I could not see it. My eyes were still closed, but I knew it was there in the opposite corner, facing my back, waiting in silence. I was absolutely terrified and I told it, I did not want that. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. The presence didn't go away but it never came any closer either. It just stayed there in the corner. Hmm. When I couldn't take it anymore, I would break my paralyzed state by reaching for the light switch to get to the lights to turn on because I knew that if I did, the presence would go away, but the lights never turned on. No matter how many times I pressed the switch and I knew that it was the presence doing it. As I said, I've had the dream over and over and over again. Sometimes I wouldn't even reach for the switch. Sometimes it would happen as I described. In the end, I would wake up for real, but then it happened one last time, exactly as I said above, except that instead of waking up, I got out of bed, still in a dream, and walked through my house into the living room. When I did, the presence followed. It kept the same distance as before, but for every step I took, it took one too. I thought I couldn't get terrified, before, well, I was even more so. I went for the light switch in the living room and it didn't work. Again, I was beginning to get mad as well as terrified. The thing was messing with me. I knew it. I kept saying I didn't want whatever was happening. And when I looked and the presence was slowly coming even closer, I looked out the window. The curtains were closed. The room was dark, but it was clearly sunny outside. I angrily told the presence you can't mess with the light switches but you can't mess with the sun go away and with that i opened the curtains and it was dark outside again i reached a new level of terrified that i didn't even know was possible i knew i had nowhere else to go i would have to turn around and finally actually face the presence i was desperate i was crying saying i didn't want this i may have fell to my knees I woke up for real. This time the dream was messed up with so much that it took me hours to get back to sleep. Also, guess what time was when I woke up? 3 a.m., I'm sure. Yep, I won't even say it because you sure you already know. The next day I decided enough was enough. I didn't know if this was just a dream or not, but I had something about it. Having watched your videos, I knew we have the power over this stuff. So even though I was feeling a little silly, I took a deep breath while in my room and said out loud something like, hey, 
I don't know who you are or where you're here, but this won't do. If you're a good presence and you have a message for me, find another way to deliver it because you keep showing up in my sleep. If you are a bad presence, go away. I demand you go away for good. And after that, I cleanse the room. And well, I never had that dream again. Two years, maybe more. So time has passed and I began to think more and more this was not a bad presence, that maybe it was just the same frequency as me. And I'm having a hard time seeing it for what it is. I started to feel like it had a message for me, but I never received anything in any other way. Not that I noticed. And I haven't been ready to open myself up for that dream again. What do you think? Was it about? Was it a dream? A spirit? A higher benevolent entity? A negative entity? Thank you for your podcast. Love your videos. Also, also, we need an update in Emily's pregnancy test and the laundry ghost story. Mari. Wow, that was a long one. That was a long one. That was a long one, but it was a good one. So here what I have to say to Mari. All right, everybody, we are back. Well, we're not back, but we're, we're here with Maddie and we are going to hear what she has to say about what I'm going to say to her. Do you want to say hi? Hi, I love the magic wand, by the way. The sound Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really happy this has been like a, like a hit for everybody because yeah, because I love it too. And don't worry, I actually bought an actual magic wand that I'll be taking <laughs> pictures with. <laughs> love that. <laughs> and I'll be doing little videos and things. So I have I have all kinds of plans, everyone. I have all kinds of plans. All right. So um, let's get to your email. And first mm -hmm. of all, um, you know, don't she, she's like worried about her accent and her English, which her writing is like. Your writing's like perfect. Um, you. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows how bad I like have grammar. And so whenever somebody's like from another country going, you know, excuse me. And then I'm looking at how much better it is than me. It's kind of embarrassing. No, I really am a terrible speller. I hate spelling. I hate grammar. Thank God for programs. That's all. I have. <laughs> yeah, I used uh, autocorrect from from the the keyboard on my phone. So yeah, not all me. <laughs> yeah, but it's also the way you say stuff that you can tell. Mm -hmm. Like you know. All right. Yes, thank so you. yeah, just totally awesome. All right, so let's get to it. I mm -hmm. have some stuff to say, and okay. um, but let's put on a little little background music and. Why don't you fill me in a little bit? You were going to add some things to it. What are you yeah, adding? So uh, I, you know, you told me to do some research and try to find things that I could confirm or add new information. Oh, but I you're don't... not going to no, tell no, me no. that. No, I won't. Okay. I won't. <laughs> okay. But I found a journal uh, that has <gasps> some stuff I wrote about it at oh, the time. Yeah. So there's some interesting stuff here. You know, basically, uh, the core stuff is, as I told in the email, but uh, it happened around June 2021. And so it must have been around, uh, the, I wrote that in June 2021. So 
must have been around that time, you know. Mm -hmm. And I have some information that is different, actually, from what I wrote, wrote which is kind of weird because what uh, the things that I wrote in the email, I have that image vividly in my brain. Like, okay, the, the music died. I don't know if. No, I turned the music off oh, okay. because we're like, we're all, I, I'm creating a, a, that's kind of like a suspenseful, like oh, we're okay. waiting. Yes. Okay, I okay. want to hear. Yeah. All right. So, you know, there are some things that are different, but what I wrote in the email is clear as day in my mind. Like, this is how I remember it. And what I wrote in the journal, I don't actually remember uh, experiencing, which is weird. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Well, wait a minute. So don't tell me that part. Let's okay. see what I see. You okay. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we'll see if it matches anything that you were spaced out on. You know what I mean? That you like yeah. forgot. I wouldn't even say spaced out. I kind of yeah. would say. So I would yeah. just add that I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if this is my mind playing tricks or if mm -hmm. the dream happened more than once. The, the more extreme part of, of that dream, you know? Okay. All right. All right. So let's like, we'll, we'll put some, um, well, this kind of, wait, is this the one I want? Is it loud? Is it loud to you? Yeah. It's kind of loud. It's kind of loud, right? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's definitely. a little better. Okay. All right. So this is what I feel. First of mm -hmm. all, you have a mirror. I don't know if the mirror was there in your room. Oh but yeah. It's right it was not. It was not. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, so that's not great. <laughs> but, um, so I feel that I absolutely feel there was not a dream. Mm -hmm. Um, my sense is that you, um, saw something for real, but the, the weird part is, and just kind of take this in that I don't feel like it was exactly spiritual. I feel like it could have been otherworldly. Okay. That's just my, that's my sense. So a little bit of less of a little bit of this all right <laughs> i don't know how to feel about this but okay <laughs> i just kind of my first hit was that it didn't feel like the way spirits act besides mm -hmm. the fact that the light you were you had pair you were you had a sleep paralysis paralysis yeah which is very does happen in the spirit world Mm -hmm. But it also happens in, you know, this world, too. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, yes, yes, yes. I love okay. that sound. So I had to, like, <laughs> I had to do it. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like it was an otherworldly thing. It felt okay. kind of like um, when I was looking at it and I, and I was remote viewing, I was mm -hmm. looking at something that did not look to me like a person. It kind of felt like something that can almost like keeping tabs is the best way I could describe. Um, I feel like you had more conversation. So I'm curious of what you wrote or had something given to you or spoken to you or information given to you. It doesn't, every time I go to look at it, it mm -hmm. almost looks like a block on my site, which tells me this is not like a worldly, uh, a spirit, a spirit thing. This feels like more now. Now what I'm saying, like otherworldly, mm -hmm. this could mean angelic. This could be fairy. This could be alien, but I feel okay. like you were walking around the room. I don't feel like it was a dream. 
that's just my sense. Like you kept yeah. calling, I kept getting confused when you were, when you were writing the email, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm like walking around trying to turn the light switch. Now, hold on, hold on mm-hmm. a second. Now, when you're talking about turning on the light switch and on and off or trying to turn it on and you couldn't, yeah. and you, and you felt like you had a sleep paralysis, this is very, this is very in line of astral projecting, meaning like when your yeah. spirit is walking around, because mm-hmm. this happened to me where I yes. came out of my body, but mm-hmm. I saw men in black and I could see them I, because I can see them. But mm-hmm. if I couldn't have that sight develop, it would just look like a shadowy, probably figure. Okay. And I heard them say, just get up. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to like do this. And I kept trying to hit like a TV screen to turn mm-hmm. kind of similar to your experience of the light okay. switch. This is, and it's very interesting because I watch your video on astral mm-hmm. projection. And right. One thing about my dreams is usually I'm not in a place that I know, or if it is supposedly my my home, for example, it's not what it would be in real life. And in this mm-hmm. dream, it was exactly as it was in real life. Yeah. So that's more astral projection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most of the uh, most of the time, astral projection is you're good. It's going to be just like walking around your mm-hmm. um, room or your house. Yeah. It's not like you're in Paris or you're, or mm-hmm. you're going to New York or something, yeah. you know, it's, it, that's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. So my feeling is that you were astral projecting and you were bumping into something otherworldly, but not like a dead person mm-hmm. because they wouldn't, they wouldn't be so reverent. They wouldn't be so careful. They would yeah. just kind of be like, hey, what's up? And in your face, they wouldn't yeah. follow you and kind of felt like something was okay. protecting you a little bit. all over my, my body right now. Okay. <laughs> you know, and yeah. what, you know, my, what I was, when I was thinking, you know, what is this? I was uh, divided between it, it being just a dream mm-hmm. or it being something, um, yeah, like not a ghost, something else. Um, right. Because, yeah, it didn't, it, it felt like, like I was saying, like, uh, it didn't reach out to me. It was staying there in its place and it only moved when I moved. So I felt like, okay, this, and it didn't sound, uh, it, in the dream, I was terrified <laughs> by it. Like I was, oh my God, something bad is going to happen. But when I woke up and I, had time to process it a little bit more logically. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this doesn't, it doesn't seem bad. It seems more neutral. That's why I said, I don't know if it has a message for me, but yeah, it didn't no. seem bad. It's no message. It was mm-hmm. protecting. It was more protective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, so when you're, when you, you're talking about it and you were saying, you know, oh um, in the opposite corner, facing my back, like waiting mm-hmm. in silence, I was absolutely terrified. Um, and you're talking about, you kept saying, every time you kept saying you were dreaming, I was like, mm-hmm. wait, is she saying she's dreaming? Because to me, yeah, she's I like didn't know walking, what that was. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she's yeah. walking around her room. I was like mm-hmm. getting myself confused. Mm-hmm. Um, the curtains were closed and the room was dark. So, okay, let me explain what you okay. were experiencing when you, when you have sleep paralysis like that. You can see like everything going on in your room. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just stay that way. So if so, when you sleep paralysis is when your spirit starts to try to astral project and then it freaks yeah. out and then it mm-hmm. freezes, right? Mm-hmm. However, um, when you actually astral, and then sometimes when you're in sleep paralysis, because you're freaked out, you can see everything around the room mm-hmm. and you could see things happen, like entities or other beings and stuff, because you know, yeah. you're kind of in between, but you're not quite all mm-hmm. the way in your body. What you did was went all the way out and you were walking around your room and that's mm-hmm. why you were like, how come the light switch won't turn on? How come the yes. curtains, you know, because mm-hmm. you weren't in a physical self and you were seeing something to me was trying to help you. Now, I know you said you were terrified and mm-hmm. it was the most terrified you've ever been, which I completely, I get it. I yeah. totally understand that. Um, and you told it to like stop and things like mm-hmm. that. And then it, and it went away. Um, and I just kind of saw this that you did say a higher benevolent, benev- why can I say benevolent <laughs> be, uh, entity? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I feel. Okay. Although it could be on, you know, again, mm-hmm. this, you know, on this, like that, that, that kind of. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, however, just so everybody knows, a lot of those are kind of seeing you bumping around. Just kind of imagine you got a little lost in someone's neighborhood and mm-hmm. one of those beings are like, what are you doing? You all right? <laughs> okay. You lost? And you're like, ah, where am I? You know, so it's understandable. So now let's hear what you had to say, what, what you wrote. What else did you write? Okay. So about this dream, um, mm-hmm. I, in, in the, in the email, I say, I, I told the the presence to go away. And in the mm-hmm. dream, there was a part that I said that I tried to tell it to go away, but I could not speak out loud, which mm-hmm. is something that I that happens in dreams uh, frequently for me, like nightmares that are yeah. unrelated to this. But, you know, trying right. to speak, you cannot make a sound with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened. And then, uh, let me see here. Um, you know, in the dream, I say I didn't, face the the presence but in the journal I write that I did and it was a shadow person like I couldn't see what it was it was kind of translucent as well but again like I have no memory of seeing facing it and then uh the part where I wrote that I reached for the curtains and I opened them and then it was night instead of day yeah, uh, in the journal, I I write that I tried to reach for the curtains, but I couldn't because there was a barrier between me and them. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. And kind then, of similar though, kind yeah, of a yeah. similar, very concept. similar. But yeah. it's and then the last thing that I wrote was that I felt something bad was going to happen, and then I woke up. But mm. but again, once I woke up, um, I didn't feel like it was something bad. I felt like it was something neutral to to good you know yeah it i i my sense is that what you were feeling bad could happen is that you're like you know opening need to get need to get back into your body you know oh, it's okay. just, it's not like you go completely out of your body but mm-hmm. you know you you know like okay i wandered i wandered mm-hmm. somewhere so i need to yeah. like not and you the whole concept, the barrier, that barrier Mm -h. is the veil, meaning like it's very similar, not exactly to how spirits feel. 
Mm-hmm. When spirits feel like, how come I can't get you to listen or whatever, I'm mm-hmm. trying to like touch the curtains or do something I'm like, oh, there's some reason I can't do it because mm-hmm. you're in the in-between world. Okay. Yeah. So there's something else that okay. I didn't know if I would bring it up or not because it Wait, feels do we different. Need, do, we need, do we need music for that? Is it like mystery? Maybe. Maybe. Right, let's do, we'll do the All soft, right. we'll do the soft okay. one. So I didn't know if this was related or not. I still don't. But the more you talk about this, the more I feel it may be. Okay. When I was a kid, I like really young, I Mm -hmm. was terrified of the night of sleeping in my room. You know, I would wake up in the middle of the night during that time of the night where, you know, between like 2 and 4 a.m. And I would run to my parents' room. I I hated being alone in my room. And then they, they, I grew up a little bit and they were like, no. You have to stay in your room and I would lay there terrified again of the dark of, of falling asleep of having something in my room and being raised Catholic my grandmother told me like about you know guardian angels and how you each person had one special guardian angel and by praying for them you could reach out to them and they would help you protect you and that kind of thing and so I did so I was like hey you know like being a kid, in my mind, it was like, hey, so I, I need protection, like, help me. And I felt a presence hugging me, like, from behind and uh, hugging me all around and feeling very protected, very safe. And I freaking loved it. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And I started, like, being a young kid, I started to talk to it. I was like, hey. So you're my guardian angel, right? Like, who are you? And I received a image of a young boy. And I had conversations with this young boy. I don't remember what they were about. But I was like, this is my friend, you know? I am so lucky my guardian angel is my friend. And he was called Gabriel. Very cliche, I know. But, uh, you know, it's what I thought about it. And then I started feeling like, you know, I was talking to him, but then I was like, ah, this is not him. This looks like it's something else. And I started feeling scared. And I I was like, no, I don't like this anymore. Like, go away. And then he told me something that was like, hey, so you don't want this presence anymore. Like, you don't want to feel anything anymore. You will do something. You will create a bubble or a circle of light. Like, you know, like translucent, sparkling light around your body and when you do you won't be able to feel anything anymore you'll be protected against everything and I started to do that and I've been doing that all my life and I you know like Gabriel and guardian angel uh, talk went away like I was like ah, this is an imaginary friend from my childhood right but after you know I, I was in therapy and I talked about this bubble of light and she was like where, where did you learn that and I was like, I don't know. This was something that I've always known, you know. And it, that passed. And then in 2020, when I started to dig into this spirituality stuff, disconnected from religion, uh, I started seeing that everybody talked about this bubble of energy that I knew somehow, like, I, I don't know how that information could have gone through me except from that imaginary friend, you know. So as you were saying, like, uh, 
if this presence is angelic or otherworldly. I was like, could this be the same presence that just manifested differently from me uh, for me when I was a kid because I needed that, you know? So, yeah, that, that's well, 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 yeah. that was awesome. Okay. okay, so here we go. Here's what I'm going to say. That before you said Gabriel, I was mm -hmm. about to say um, it's not guardian angels. There mm -hmm. are yeah, yeah. kind of kind of warrior type of like angel angelic mm -hmm. beings. And one of them is being like that I work with is Michael. And before mm -hmm. you were going to say Gabriel, I was going to say, oh, it's probably Michael because they mm -hmm. often come. They will often, this is for everyone listening at home, will come to you as a little boy because it's less oh my scary. God. So they do that a lot <laughs> and they do it a lot for kids and they do it even for adults sometimes because okay. it's like, le it's less intimidating. Uh -huh. And it kind of goes along with what I said that, that something was following and protecting you, if you don't recall, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Okay. And that's why I said that to me, you know, the whole alien thing slash angel thing, mm -hmm. I feel are probably the one and the same. Mm -hmm. Secondly, um, the bubble of light that you're talking about. And yeah. it's something I, if anyone has taken my classes or look at anything I do, I always talk about the golden light of protection, which mm -hmm. is wrapping around. And it's what I use in all my classes and all my meditations that mm -hmm. I post on on my Patreon that I do in my classes. I, and just period, I tell people this gold, like warm, like wax yes. light of protection. Oh my God. I have chills. Um, this is what I learned from that realm. I didn't learn it from anywhere else either. Mm -hmm. It was from that realm and probably Michael for me, um, okay. in, um, to teach me. And it is true. And it's why when I do this in my classes, and I do this in meditation when people are so terrified of talking to that world and dealing with it, I put that light around it. So it, mm -hmm. it's almost like putting on like a space suit. So you just don't feel as freaked out that you're going into this new sphere. Yeah. It's not quite as, however, it is also true what he was, you know, or it, cause it's not really male yeah. or female. Mm -hmm. um, what they are really saying is like, if you don't want to see this anymore, then you put this light around you and it will take that experience, you know, down mm -hmm. a notch. Yeah. So yes, that's a real thing. Okay. And you know, uh, when I said Gabriel and that was very cliche, I remember also talking to it and being like, uh, it's weird that you're this angelic or the otherworldly thing and you're called Gabriel because Gabriel in Portuguese it's a very common name. And I was mm -hmm. like, this, this is weird. And he was like, uh, it's not really Gabriel, but this is a name that you would understand. People understand. Yeah. 100%. And I was like, 100%. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay. This yeah, awesome. that's, a, that's exactly what they'll tell you. That's mm -hmm. what everybody should know. Like even the word, even the name Michael, like when I was little, I was always drawn to something named Michael, Michael. Um, it's not... Um, it's not their name. It's what we understand and we feel comfortable with mm -hmm. and we identify with. So yeah. they'll use what you feel comfortable with. And that's exactly the feeling it will have like that warm hug, like all mm -hmm. of a sudden you feel okay. 
And yes, it can be true that trickster spirits can kind of come in and try to pretend they're that mm -hmm. angelic energy. However, that's why I said to you, you were astral projecting and the men in black that everyone's always so afraid of when people say, oh, the, the, the guys you see in the night that are black, they're my feeling is they're guardians, angels, okay. and aliens, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And when I saw them, they had a very like teacher-esque like, because I said, I want to see you guys. And they said, oh, you sure? And then suddenly I got paralyzed. I thought I was having mm -hmm. a stroke and I was crawling around the floor similar to you. But I wouldn't okay. stand up. Unlike <laughs> you, I wouldn't stand up. Okay. And they were like, you got to stand up you know, come on. Mm -hmm. And I was hitting the TV. So yeah, that's what I feel happened with you. That, that's pretty incredible. Cool. Honestly. Yeah. I was, I was like, she's either going to say this is a dream or this is like a ghost. Mm -hmm. This is more than I was expecting. And to yes. have that confirmation about my experience as a child, it's pretty amazing as well. That's awesome. That is just like a perfect ending to a perfect segment on here I, lo I love it like this was just Thanks. perfect i hope everybody Thank learned you. from this too because um this goes to show you that there is magic all around and you can lighten it up that way that wasn't the one i wanted but we'll do with it <laughs> um, but i just want people to realize trust what you're sensing and um that world can talk to you directly and then i hope that you realize that maybe you need to like trust your site mm -hmm. yeah i okay. have a, i have a real hard time trusting that this is real and right. not just my mind playing tricks you know well it's a hundred percent the way i learned too it was from that mm -hmm. realm it was just a different energy probably the same mm -hmm. but using a different name and mm -hmm. they often do come in a form of a little boy when they don't want to feel oh intimidating <laughs> yeah that's amazing. all right Thank right. you for coming on. This was awesome. Thank you. This was, this was great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank it was you great. so much. Thanks. All right. Well, all of that, all of that fear. And what was it? Something angelic, maybe something alien, maybe a little bit of both. Nah, it was definitely something angelic, which could be alien. And um, you have to know that it's absolutely true that they'll come up and um, they'll show themselves in, in a different way that they usually, you know, don't always show themselves in the way people think. It's not always with wings and a sword and all this stuff. Oftentimes it's something very cute and not threatening and just feels really good and feels comfortable. She did send me an update like almost immediately. And since that, that email was so long, I'll basically tell you that she, she basically said that, you know, now that she thinks about it, well, you know what, maybe it's not that long. I'll just read it. Let's just put, um, you know, chill, chill music. Maybe this one. 
Hi, Adela. It's me again. I've been thinking about our chat from yesterday, and I don't really remember saying it yesterday, but I thought it would add that now that I think of it, that presence, the dream, astral projection did feel like a teacher in a way, or maybe a watcher, even though the term itself didn't come up yesterday, I think. Not a watcher, though, just so you know, not a watcher. They're very different. More, they're not friendly at all. <laughs> more and more, I feel that it had patient energy, like watching over me and waiting for me to understand what was going on and needed to be done. In the dream, I felt terribly scared, yes, but once it was daytime again, I thought about it while being more distant from the dream. I didn't feel threatened by it anymore. I've also been thinking about the story I shared when I was a kid, and although I'm being somewhat cautious not to overthink it and end up, quote, making something up, there is something that has been on my mind now. I told you that Gabriel was a little boy, and I also said the time was happening. I started to feel like he, re he wasn't really a little boy, or that wasn't him talking to me, but something else, right? And my conclusion was that maybe it was some trickster spirit that saw I was open to that kind of thing and reached out as well. But now I'm thinking that maybe it was just sensing that Gabriel wasn't really a little boy. But something else, something or itself much bigger, scarier. And as things, beings may sound to us, especially as a kid, didn't know what was going on. There's probably no definitive no way of knowing but these are some thoughts I had while I was writing about our chat in my journal. Also, if there's one thing I hope you can add to the podcast is tell people to journal, especially about these experiences. It may come in handy sometime as it's nice to have it written exactly as you're feeling in the moment. She is correct. I'll keep thinking about this stuff and maybe to open myself more for this kind of experience. I'm not sure if I'm ready for something as intense as astral projecting, and encountering that presence again, but I'm also curious to how I would react now that I have the information that I do. Let's see. Who knows? Anyways, I thought I would share these thoughts with you. I don't know if you'll want to add this email to the podcast, but feel free to do so. I did. If you want to, and absolutely no hard feelings if you don't. Oh, obviously, Shibro. <laughs> Thank you again for yesterday. It was truly awesome talking to you and finally having the answers for those experiences. Love your work. You're amazing. Oh, Mari. Thank you, Mari. This was awesome. This was a perfect ending. I so much appreciate it. And I just want to say she's right. Journal. When you have dreams, write them down because it gets stronger and you start to see things and you start to feel things even more strong than you did before. So meaning like you start to grow. With that said, I wanted to kind of add, I want to remind everybody that I do teach classes on this and I'm teaching my mediumship 102, 103, I should say, for all of my advanced mediums out there. It's an advanced class. It's up. You ask for it. You can sign up. It's a four-week course. And I am bringing back the psychic four-week course 101 because there were people who missed it who are absolutely wanting to do it again. So if you see me repeating it fast, that's why. Um, so I do classes. I do one-off workshops where we practice doing psychic. So I do all these things so you guys can learn. And this is what I decided. Here's a little secret. Here, here's a little secret about me that I, that I want you to know. I am teaching you guys all of these things because when I leave this world, and there'll be a day, I know, shocking, we all do, I need people to talk to. I'm going to need other people to talk to. I don't want to just talk to people in, in the other realm. 
in the advanced world and the other side. So I have a secret plan. If I get everybody knowing how to speak to the other side, then you will be able to talk and hang out with me and have a cup of coffee. You'll have your coffee while I'm talking to you on the other side. That's my plan. And now you know. Follow yourself. Follow no one. Listen to your inner voice. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast. And thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night, or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, it may not be just your imagination. So contact me, Adela, your house medium. <laughs>